what is up, my chaotic crew? It is I, Bentley Michaels. Hey, coming at you with Solo Bolo Week 2, and it's riff time, baby. Hey, special announcement. There's going to be two weeks of riff because I can't stop talking, and Alex can't stop talking, and together we can't stop talking. And also, I did the math wrong and on the calendar stuff, and so... I need to split them up. However, there's going to be a very special this Thursday metagame minute. But then after that, oh, one of my favorite parts, you're going to hear about it in the metagame minute on Thursday. Ooh, tantalizing. Tune in Thursday. But until then, enjoy this solo bolo sincolo riffolo. In a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM Alex. With me today, I have... Bentley Michaels' Raphirian Nightmeadow. Last we left our adventurer, they were facing off against the ironbound Abolith in the basement of the Chateau de Magnus. Let the adventure begin. Yes! You know what? Me too. Oh, been needing that. Hold on, here, here comes my drinking fully. <laughs> Never took one drink. All right, here we go. Sounded like you took medium damage. <laughs> oh, like Streets of Rage? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I need a chicken leg. <laughs> <laughs> We're already off the rails. Yeah. This is the best. <laughs> Rafarian, last you remember, you're facing off against the Ironbound Abolith. You and your cohorts were in the basement... You're attacking it, and this wave of psychic energy washes over all of you as you fall unconscious. Black. Nothing. Until you wake up. And above is a nice blue sky. Fluffy white clouds hang in the air. And all across what you see is well-kept landscape green grass bushes flowers goes off into fountains and trees and beyond that the walls of this massive courtyard that you're in these stone walls and towers peek up all around you and you know that you are in the courtyard of the castle of javiel you don't know how you know that but you know that and that that sense of urgency in, in destroying this abolith, this, this iron-bound creature. It's there, but just in the back of your mind. Instead, what you're focused on is the fact that you're hiding in the bushes. Mm. You know you're hiding from something. Someone. You know it's someone you're hiding from. One of your friends. And you look across and you see behind one of the trees is another one of your friends. And they're hiding too. And another one up in one of the trees off to the other side there. 
You can't see. You know there's another one that should be hiding, but they seem to be doing well. You don't see them. And then across the yard, you see your friend that's coming towards you, uh, coming towards this area. Hmm. Uh, Sira is their name. You know that you know their name, and you're not sure why, Sira. But they're the one trying to find all of you. You realize you're playing a game, some sort of hide-and-seek game. Mm. What do you do? <sighs> well, as long as I know I'm playing the game, then I would, uh, you know, I keep crouched. Mm-hmm. I probably have like a little bit of a, a smirk on my face. I feel probably pretty well hidden. And uh Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm going to keep hiding. And uh actually <laughs> no, actually you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to like I don't know if this person could even do this, but like I'm going to try to uh like throw my voice to see if I can get him to go off like in another Okay. I need I need a check from you. I don't know what you want to make, but performance would make sense. Yeah, I was deception. Like a um, yeah, give me a check. Ooh, fourteen. Fourteen, not bad. Uh, yeah, you you uh, you know in a in a you know with a, with the help the help of a bit of illusion magic even um, you just kind of carry your voice oh, yeah, on the wind a little bit. I think I have a spell for that. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> Oh no! You fucked up. <laughs> oh, I know you. I, I know what you can do. Uh, but you do. The voice kind of carries, and you see off to your left. Uh, I'm going old school. Sue kind of looks at you uh-huh. with with just just a furrowed brow, seeing <laughs> what you've done, and you see Sura heading off towards them. Yes. And they uh, start kind of poking around the tree that they're hiding behind, and catch a little bit of them as they begin running. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I do that very quietly under my breath. (laughs) And Sarah grabs Sue and tags them. They've been out of the round. It's still you and two others hiding. What do you want to do? Uh, Is that person who's searching, are they, would it, like, if I wanted to move or something like that, would it, would they be able to see me directly or are we checking? They're, they're looking around so you can kind of take your moment. Okay. Um, to try and hide. There's you know, a number of things nearby. Um, from... yeah, I think I want to reposition myself because I, I would feel that like even if I did like the the sort of bird call thing and like like since it's my friend, they know my antics. Sure, they know my chicanery. Yeah. Like, uh So so I'm gonna try to stealthily dash somewhere else. Okay, yeah, and hide. yeah, it's it go. You are the closest to the to uh, Sira. Um, and the other two are kind of further away. So you're the closest to the one trying to find you all. So give me a stealth check. Yes. Oh. What do we got? 21. 21. Oh, yeah. You you move like a shadow. Yes. Uh, let me see. I don't even think the other two see you. They don't, and they don't. Yeah, you you move. There's there's a number of things to hide behind. You Love could hide up in a tree, uh, one of the bushes behind the other two. There's uh, a nearby fountain that you could hide behind. What do you What are you looking to? How are you looking to obscure yourself? I would say like whatever. 
whatever's biggest, because I was just like in some foliage, so like whatever, I, I think the fountain is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's probably the biggest. Um, the fountain. And then there, there's a tree that's much taller, but not quite as wide. Yeah, like let, let's do the fountain and, uh, you know, and I'll play the peekaboo game just to kind of figure it out. And then also it, it makes me think of like if the person does come over, I can do a Looney Tunes and we can like walk around, you know, do the sure, old sure. Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You uh, watch as uh, uh, Sierra uh, goes after the other two, kind of looking around the bushes, grabs uh, Bale, uh, tags them out that was hiding behind the tree, and you see uh, another one of them, um, Grumble, uh, dash towards you when this happens, uh, trying to use this kind of distraction of, of the other one getting being caught to... Stealing to, my moves. Yeah, uh, is uh, going towards you. Um, but is seen. And so now... You fool! Uh, Sierra is chasing after a Grumble who is going towards you. And you can kind of see all this through the, the water that's kind of, uh, you know, flowing Yeah, flowing cascading. Down. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. So what I'm going to do is... Okay, so they're both, like, coming, like... We'll use me and you. Mm-hmm. So... They're, we'll say they're going, coming up my driveway. I'm where I am. Mm-hmm. They're coming up my driveway towards me type of thing. Yep. I'm going to use silent image and cast myself running off west Oh, to see if I can distract them. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so Sarah sees uh, Grumble running, um, but then sees this illusion kind of dart past. Yeah. And is a closer target for him and so starts chasing after. So then I and is there back to me now? Their 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 focus is on this other thing. Okay, yes. great. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go east mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm I'm thinking north, south, east like as I'm looking at you. So I'm gonna go to my right then. Mm-hmm. That's probably easier. Yeah. Uh, go to my right and see if I can find like a tree or something that would have been over there to hide and uh, and leave my bozo idiot friend as I run by. I'm like, don't follow me, you jerk. I'm going to win. He kind of like is running past you and still likes the idea of hiding behind the fountain. He's like, hey, what, what, I'm just... Uh. Yeah, all right. And bubbles. you kind of just passed right back. You passed, okay. passed him. Uh, give me another stealth check to hide where in, 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 the, in these bushes, the, these rose bushes that you're uh, trying to hide in. It's all going so well. Crit <laughs> fail. Oh, one. I'm so glad I said it's rose like bushes. The fucking rose bushes. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Face first. You take a point of piercing damage. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing more than that. You. You. You know. You, you draws a little bit of blood. That's fine. Uh, Grumble just erupts in laughter with this. Just thinking is the funniest thing. Um, I stand up and I try to like, you know, brush my. I was like. Shut up, Grumble. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> and Sura uh, sees both of you now. The illusion kind of dissipates as you uh, lose yeah. lose distance on it. And With thorn bush to my face damage. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you all kind of like exchange glances as this is happening. Uh, Sura looks at you, looks at Grumble, and looks over off to uh, your right. And you see there's a couple of stones that are stacked. Mm-hmm. And you know that's where you have to get 
before they uh, uh, can tag you out. And so... You know what? Let's roll initiative right now. This is Ooh. this is everyone just trying to like see what they're going to do and who acts first. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I hate you already. <laughs> uh, Grumble goes first. Oh, Grumble. And just makes a dash towards it. Objective Snow White Dwarf. <laughs> gets uh oh probably about a third of the way there, which is about where about how far you are. So it's, you Grumble's you and him are neck and neck. Forest. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we've got the seven dwarfs. We got Grumble, and Grumble, got Titter, and we've got <laughs> Winky and. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but you're up next. You're you're quicker than Sarah. Heck yeah! All right. Uh, what do you want me to do? That's a, that's a good question. What do you well, want to do? I, I want to run. I want to try to try and make it towards that. Yeah, and then if I can, just because a little cheater, I want to try to trip Grumble as I run by him. Okay. How do you want to? How do you want to just just physically trip him? Mm, let's see here. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I would probably because I'm assuming like I'm a little kid ish. Yeah, seems like it. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like I'm going to. I feel especially if if Riff is, Riff is experiencing this. Yeah, and these memories right there. Like Riff is only going to think as Riff would, which is you know she's in the uh, the peak of condition, and and very so she's like oh I'm faster than this idiot mm-hmm. so i'm gonna catch up and as i catch up i'm gonna do that classic where like you kick the one leg with you like sure sure to try to like trip them up or whatever yeah so but, but keep on going let's do an opposed athletics contest Ooh. oh my gosh six from grumble nine nine wow wow uh yeah, you you race past trip grumble. Ah, take that grumble you and idiot. and make your way towards the thing. You've you've got you know just one more turn and you'll get to it. I'm uh, it's uh, Cirrus' turn. Sees grumble, sees you. You're the target. Suck it, Cyrus. And so throw the fucking lightning bullet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is going to. going after you is going to make a, just a dash towards it and so you're about I would say neck and neck and so let's oh, do passed. let's do an acrobatics contest to see who gets there first <laughs> oh bud 18 plus 5 <laughs> 23 right? 2 plus yeah. 2 4 yes uh, you easily make it as they kind of trip and fall and kind of slide towards you you grab the rock and declare victory uh, I am the victor Grumble kind of gets up uh, Sira you know goes and tags them out it's easy enough for them to do but you <laughs> are the hide and seek champion of the Javiel courtyard yeah yeah I'm doing this myself. <laughs> and you hear this. Yeah, slow clap. Get this that little, slow clap started. little clap from behind you. And you hear, Alistair, have you won again? I turn around. Who am I looking at? And you, you turn around and you see your mother. 
But it's not your mother. It's not Riff's mother. You see... Yeah. Alistair's mom. Alistair's mom. And you recognize them. Uh... Oh, no. Oh, no. I thought I remembered her name, but I don't. <laughs> I remember the, the other mother's name, Agnes, not the sister's name, which I don't have with me, which is important. <laughs> Can I make one quick call? Yeah, yeah, we'll pause. <laughs> Put it on speaker. Tell him he's on speakerphone. <laughs> Tell him why. Yeah, okay. Hold it like right up to the orange part. Come on, Milo. Come on, Milo. Pick up. Hey there, Milo. This is Alex. Uh, I'm doing Bentley's one on one here, and I've I've got a question for you. I'm actually recording this as well because I forgot a, I forgot a note that is important for this, and I'm wondering if you know. Okay. So I'm I need the name of the youngest daughter of the Magnus family. I thought you would. Yeah, Milo! <laughs> I thought I remembered it, but I remember the mom's name, which is Agnes. I want to say something like Meg. <laughs> I thought it was an M, yeah, but but I don't know. I know I had it in mind. I remember looking at like all of the brothers and sisters' names. Yeah, I remember. We, yeah, when we did yours, uh, you had you had Baron's name there, and so I'm like, oh, I bet she's got the sister's name too. Because my main my main notes are sitting in our the room I do the the podcast in the the recording, but I can't have you go look at those. <laughs> no, it's it's cool if you you just don't don't look at those notes. There's there's secret information. Gene, thank you. It is Gene. Yeah! All right, Milo. Thank you so much. You're a hero. Bye. Okay, where was I? My mom, Jean, is behind me slow clapping me. Yes, you, Rafarian, notice or, or recognize Jean, the youngest... Alistair. Uh, ...sibling, the youngest um, child of the, the Magnus family, hmm. is there. Uh, a little older than what the portrait had her as, but it's her nonetheless. Um, this, you know, long, you know, orange and brown hair. Uh, she is dressed as a noble would be. Um, you see a number of buttons on her, her clothes, uh, jewelry that she's wearing. Um, looks like some protective charms that you, you kind of recognize. And uh, she kind of finishes clapping and says... Your training is coming along. You are doing just so well over here. I, <laughs> I just, I, I, I am so pleased to watch you grow. 
Thank you, children. Uh, I have to uh, take young Alistair here. Uh, we've got some errands to run, um, but he'll be back. Don't worry. And you begin making your way across the courtyard. Bye, guys. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, Alistair. Bye, Alistair. Bye, Alistair. <laughs> they all, they all, they all wave goodbye as you begin walking the grounds um, sure. towards the kind of southeast corner of the uh, courtyard, and your mom begins talking. She hmm. she says, "Ah, uh, uh, it seems your uncle has sent us a little gift. Uh, we're oh. going to go pick it up and and see what they've brought. I'm kind of excited. We haven't gotten anything from." Well, I'm not sure if it's from Gaston or Bairn, but either would be welcome. Um, mm. How how have you been doing? Having fun with the children? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was out there kicking butt. I was hiding in this bush. And then I was like, hey, what if I went and hid behind the, uh, w- w- the, the fountain? And then the stupid uh, fat guy over there, whatever his name, he was like, oh, I'm going to hide behind the fountain too. I was like, screw you. So then I sent out I sent out a silent image to dis- uh, to distract a, a Sira or how, I forget how my friend's name is said, and then and then they went off in the other direction, and then I went off, but then I tripped into some thorn bushes face first, and that sucked. But uh, <laughs> as you saw, I came out on top. So hey. all in all, pretty good day thus far. Good, good. Yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. you are strategizing well, keeping an eye on things, uh, but. Uh, Remember, even pretty things do have thorns, so be be careful when you're uh, choosing where to keep hidden. Mm. Uh, the more comfortable you can be uh, is often better. Oh, why is that? Well, if you're going to stay hidden for a long time, you should make sure that you're taken care of while you're there so uh, that your n- mind is free to analyze what you're going to be doing to... Keep a lookout on the things happening. If you're <laughs> always worried about some sort of uncomfortable position, then you can't focus on what needs to be focused on. Mm. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Every yeah. day we learn a little bit more. Every day I'm hustling. All right. Thanks, and, Mom. That's good advice. And you make your way to this section of the, the courtyard wall. <clears throat> there's just dozens of kind of ta- of these stone towers that rise up of different heights and shapes, uh, each kind of with a top that's pointed, uh, like, a, like a cone on the top with different colors. You see flags streaming along that are just long flags, and you approach not the main section here, but this larger building kind of off to the side shorter than the rest looks to be some sort of utility building Mm. just right this way all right and you make your way into a large looks to be warehouse uh you're on the top floor here and it kind of descends down into into the the ground and for hundreds of feet back there are just boxes and boxes of things some of them are brought out there you see some people kind of looking over some of them Mm -hmm. uh there seems to be some commotion from uh you know halfway down where where some of the bigger doors are uh but you are in on this top floor looking over on this and you are greeted by two uh well groomed elves 
that approach with their uh, light blue and silver robes, and they say, Ah, yes. Lady Magnus Rybang. We are so glad you're here. Uh, You have a package that has been delivered uh, here and hands the your mother a note uh, or a letter that she undoes, takes a seal off, uh, and begins to read. And uh, it's from your uncle Gaston. Mm. Says, uh, "I say, my dear sister, it seems your brother has incurred a debt on the family that is going to be rather troublesome. I have brought it to you." Because we are hoping to send it into the dungeon, but it is proving more troublesome than I had thought it would be. If you could please take it to the family in the West, have them perform some more powerful enchantments upon it so that we may seal it away in the dungeon permanently I do hope that you'll be back to see the home before we all leave and I do wish to see my uh, nephew I've attached I've I've attached some gold your stipend from the family and a little extra to get you to the west. Please, if you would do this for me, I would be most indebted. And I'm sure your brother Bairn would be as well. Signed, Gaston. And she kind of reads it aloud, everyone. Hmm. You know, you hear it as well. And she says, Ah, I see. Oh, well, not the present I was hoping for, <laughs> my little lord, but mm, something interesting, I'm sure. And she takes the little bit of gold that was was given and uh, hands it to you and says, your allowance. Don't yeah. go spending it all in one place. No, 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 no. How much is it? Uh, she gives you a bag of gold and it's 50 gold. Ooh. That she just gives to you. It's the, the money that came from Gaston. Yeah, Gaston, Uncle Gaston, hooking it up, huh, Ma? Yeah, this is great. Oh yes, they. He he does like to uh, try and make sure we're all taken care of. But what do you think that thing is that they're talking about? Like send it to the family in the West. What, a, what that sounds crazy. Oh, <laughs> there's a family out to the West um, in a small valley. Uh-huh. We uh, have done business with them before. They're very good people. Uh, they intern the dead. Uh-huh. And make sure they do not come back. It is oh, a so point cool. of pride for them. So, like necromancy stuff, Mom. Is it necromancy stuff? Do you guys know necromancers? And she kind of looks at the two the two elves and and says, "Oh, we deal with necromancers. How the kingdom of Haviel sees fit. Uh, these people know not necromancers. They are protectors against things like that. Uh-huh. Make sure the dead do not walk again." What do you think Uncle Gaston was sending over? To, but yeah, but what was the thing that he was sending? And you uh, see the two elves. One of them uh, kind of points off in the direction. And says, uh, "The package has arrived." Oh, 
Awesome. And Where we're is hoping... It? I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. We're, we're hoping that you will get rid of it quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is causing us some issues. No problem. High five, Elf. And the Elf just kind of looks down at you. All right, that's cool. And your Mom, can we go see it? Let's go see it. Let's go see yes. it. Yes. Yes, of course. And you are kind of brought uh, to the stairs. You're just, you're just there um, in this kind of next yes. moment. And you see in front of you uh, being unloaded this giant chest with massive iron chains around it. It's like and, the raptor thing in the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you do, you do recognize it as the thing that held the aboleth, the iron-bound oh. aboleth. There's a wizard that's just concentrating on a spell, uh-huh. just standing with it. As I'm going to sit quietly because as soon as I see that sort of stuff, like that super focuses me and I'm super interested. I just like want to take everything in. Give me an arcana check. All right. As a young caster, this, this piques my interest. Yeah, for sure. Oh, natural 20, bud. Oh, natural 20. What's the, what's the total then? Oh, Ark, uh, 24. 24, nice. Looking at it, you can tell that the wizard is concentrating on some sort of spell that is keeping this thing contained. Mm. It's not moving, um, but you can tell that the spell is keeping that from happening. Mm. If this wizard wasn't doing that, then they would... be a world would, of shit. The, yeah, something, something would be happening. Yeah. Um, so you get a sense of that. You understand that the chest itself is magical, and most likely the chains are too. You can see them ever so slightly just tighten ever so often. Oh. Um, so, yeah. You, you, I'm you, super intrigued. Yeah. Alistair is 100% down. Uh, they begin uh, loading it onto a wagon that's uh, um, being pulled by two horses. And uh, is that wizard doing like any sort of hand movements? Any sort of it, it looks like ever so often he has to um refocus and there's a new hand movement that, that accompanies with it, okay. but it's just holding out this uh staff. Uh, I'm with, kind of like mimicking it, like not that he's not doing anything, like I'm not trying to like help him in any way, but I'm kind of like like I'm very cognizant to like not point my hand towards it, but I'm mm-hmm. kind of like just watching his posture and you know sure sure as a young cast i'm like yeah. watching him trying to like soak up anything i can get from him and you see your mother just kind of looks down with a smile and nods in yeah. improvement he's like good uh but they loaded onto this wagon and you see the wizard drop the spell the thing shakes as this happens <laughs> and two other those same two elves kind of come up to it and place uh two beads two little black marbles uh onto the chest oh that's interesting and it calms down a little bit it still shakes a bit but not as much as it did initially wow this will make sure for at least the immediate future that nothing goes wrong Mm mm-hmm uh, we hope, Lady Magnus Rybang, that this does not return to the Castle Javiel and is brought out of the nation as quick as possible. I one hundred as a young lord, I one hundred percent guarantee that that is what's going to happen, right, Mom? Yeah, she knows what she up. says. Yes, of course, we will deal with this. Do not worry; it will be handled. And do I is is the wizard the wizard doesn't look like engaged anymore like I would as a young caster know that like yeah okay, he's cool to talk yeah. to now yeah he's kind of like he's going through all his things making sure everything's set all right I'm gonna like, like stroll up to him and be like hey man 
<clears throat> Hi, I'm Alistair. Yes, yes Lord. Yeah, young I- Lord. Um, what are we? Oh, you can just call me Alistair. It's all cool. Um. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I'm a young caster. I'm learning magic. I just sent. I did like a, a silent image earlier. Like, I sent. I confused my friend. We were playing hide and seek, and it's not a big deal. Some illusion magic. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that sort of stuff. But I was. I was noticing the hand games. Movement. Well, I mean, like, I'm training, so it's like, like, I want to be like, you know, I, I want to be sneaky. So I was like, you know, using it in in like a in in, in like if you were an adventure scenario, like that's how I like to train. You know, just. Right there in the moment. Also, I'm a kid, but I was watching you. What was that thing you were doing? Because like I would like, and I like get like I puff out my chest and like I get into the form he was doing. I was like, and I kind of like start doing the hand motion. I was like, what, like what, what spell were you doing? Because like I, I was watching it and like I could really see that you were containing whatever it was. Then that body was so awesome. Gonna looks down at you and says, mm-hmm. I was performing a intricate spell uh-huh. to make sure whatever is in that chest. Right. Does not harm anyone here in the castle. That's awesome. Yeah, what I deal with is high-level magics of the arcane. To teach or even begin to describe such a thing to a caster that uses their magics for sneaking around or adventure uh, would be a waste of my time. Uh. If you wish to... Learn proper magic. Perhaps you should train in one of the fine schools that Javier has to offer. I myself am the Archmage at the Academy Racklet. No kidding. Mop! 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 Yes, Alistair? This guy's Archmage of the Academy uh, Racklet, or what was it? Racklet. Racklet. And he says that I'm being a silly goose trying to do hide-and-seek with my magic. Can I go train with him? Please, I want to go train with him. It would be so awesome. I could be like this powerful wizard and then it's like I help the family. And you, you don't have to pay anyone. You just, you know. Perhaps when you uh, are a bit older and more <laughs> studied in the magics, you may attend. All right. Hey, that Mr. is a Mr. good Archmage. idea, though. Thanks, Mom. Uh, oh. Mr. Archmage, <clears throat> real quick. Yes. What is like, what could I do as a young caster to really focus myself to get on, like, to put myself on the right path to get on your level? Ah, when I was your age, I studied arcane tomes, Uh learning all of the spells I could. Not merely learning how to cast them, but learning why they work. Learning how they work. That's a smart. If you can understand the foundations before you even pick up a wand, then you will be all the stronger for it. That's really good advice. I'm going to heed your words. This world holds many secrets. It is up to our minds to uncover them. Yeah, I keep a I keep a, a magic journal just because like my my brain's kind of like all over the place, you know. And so it's like it's like anything I might learn something new, I write it down. It's like a recipe book, but for magic. Oh, I see. Yeah, continue with that. Yes, and and when you tell him about this journal that you keep, that part of your mind has to be kind of kept elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You see a a knowing kind of look in his eyes. He does the same. Nice. Cool. Hey, high five, wizard guy. 
<clears throat> Good to meet you. Well, fair off. enough. Fair enough. Mom, no one likes to high five. Is, is it like is it a youth thing? And she kind of holds up her hand. All right, Mom, high five you. There high we five. are. I don't know. Some of the people here are a bit, uh, Jana leans in close, stuck up. Something's, no. something's uh, usually up their rear ends. Yeah, the stick up the bobo. Yes. Uh, and you hop on the, the, the wagon and are, are now making your way uh, away from the castle, away oh, from I the capital. I what those stones they put on the thing was. Darn it! Oh, my crazy brain. All right. Uh, and so you begin traveling. Uh, your mother tells you it's going to be about two weeks before you get there. And the first couple days... Are we there yet? Uh, how long do you say that for? Are we there yet? <laughs> just once an hour. It's just... Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she lets you know you know, what, how long it's going to be and what to look out for while you're doing Has it. Has it been a week yet? Heading. Are we there yet? Um, make, taking this time to like, tr- you know, sh- every moment is a, some training for you. And you yeah. realize that she's training you in the ways most likely of hunting monsters like she has done before. I keep another journal, which is just my thoughts journal, not my magic journal. And like I, I, I want to write down all of these things like mom's crazy. But a lot of the stuff she's talking about, if it's real, sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, also, that crazy magic guy said so I should keep my magic journal. So I'm going to go over to my magic journal. I'll be there. And then it's like, if you were able to correlate my normal journal to my magic journal, it picks it up. Hey, guys, back. It's like a YouTube channel. Hey, guys, back here in my magic journal. <laughs> and so it's like, like if you can like match the dates or whatever, you can see the conversation I'm having like with myself almost. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so been really thinking about what the wizard guy was talking about. And like I start during this trip, I really start thinking about the spells that I know or thinking about stuff that I've seen and spells I want to research and thinking about it in a utility thing, especially since you just started talking to me about my mom, like me realizing the, uh, um, the, the, uh, monster hunter thing. I'm starting to kind of think in that way of like, what are spells, not just in hide and seek, but what are spells that could distract monsters could entrap monsters, you know, kind of like a, a vision board of like, once I get to, Hey, once I get to level 10, I can do this spell, <laughs> you know, like that kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You go, I got nothing else to do on this fucking yeah. wagon. And, and in, in the, this journey, like days kind of blend together quickly and it's just a few moments and you, you've spent the day traveling. Um, time has a weird sense while you're, while you're kind of dreaming here and going through these memories. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I got the greatest hits of the trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best. <clears throat> you begin approaching the first town that you're going to kind of, uh, hit along the way. Um, it's, uh, it has a name that I did write down and, and I won't have to, uh, you know, call Milo. Take a shot again. Ravenholm. The uh, dark city in the uh, shadow of the mountain, Ravenholm, nestled uh, up against the cliffside uh, in this dense forest. You enter, and a couple of people give you glances. 
just to check in, just seeing who the new people are in town. But most of the people here keep to themselves. As we drive by in the wagon, I wink at him and give him finger guns. Somebody, well, you, yeah, the, the, they just give you an eye. They're just watching as you do this. They're like, oh, who is that kid? Um, and you make your way uh, to a section of the town uh, called Gray Street. Mm. These homes, uh, as opposed to the others that were built with wood with the surrounding timber, these ones have been cut from the granite uh, that this uh, cliff uh, of the city sets against. And these are more well-to-do homes, mm. um, more estates. Yeah, like and, I recognize rich shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you take the cart to one of them. Your mother talks with one of the, the you know guards that are out front, has them take the wagon to uh, one of the stables, and you enter into uh, Soman's house. Mm. And your mother and Soman begin talking. He says, Soman, good, good to see you. It has been quite some time since we have... Uh, talked. I am merely passing through no business to discuss. Uh, this is my son, Alistair, Lord Rybang. Salman. High five. What is this? Uh, high five. Well, it's like, see how my hand's up flat like this? Yes. You slap your hand flat against mine, and instead of like shaking hands, it's like it's like a cool, quick way. It's like, high five. Boom. What's up? I see. Oh, how fun. And he just kind of Caps it. Yeah, so mom. A high five. More like your mom. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Uh-huh. Do not speak ill of my mother. No, nah, I'm just I'm playing around, so mom. Uh, hey, high five. We're high cool. High five. Your mother herself is quite the fair maiden. I am always delighted when you have come to our home. Nice. Jean. Uh, you're looking just to stay? Uh, you're not going to be on any hunts uh, while in Ravenholm, are you? He says, no, no, no hunts. Uh, Like I said, we are just passing through. We're making our way down the road. Mm. Uh, um, If we could just stay the night, I would appreciate it, and a favor would be owed from the family. Oh, no need, no need. You can stay whenever you'd like. Yes. Yes. What was the what was the uh, what was the wizard's name that I just met? I forgot. Uh, I didn't write it down. The Archmage, and uh, I didn't write down a name either. Okay, perfect. So I don't think he has uh, a name. But, but, but what was his school? Uh, Rocklet. Rocklet. Hey, Summon. Yes. I'm at, I'm at the Archmage of uh, of Rocklet, and he said I could come study with him. So I'm like I'm like gonna <sighs> do that. I'm he gonna be. A I'm gonna be wizard. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm going to study under him, and like, I want to be the Archmage of Rockland or something like that one day. What is it you you wish to be a wizard when you grow up? Yeah, I've already been doing like spells I and see. stuff, reading books, and and I was casting spells, nobles, and telling people how to live their lives. I like, see the appeal. No, n- n- not like more like helping trying to help people you know use my powers for good and that kind of stuff oh i see to help yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. i don't i don't care about what you know you politician all this adult 
talk stuff. Well, when you become as powerful as the Archmage, all uh-huh. you do is discuss politics and oh. ways of preventing disaster from other nations. It mm. is tiresome. That's Gosh. why I never got into the business of politics. Is there, is there a way to be, like, as powerful as the Archmage, but then just kind of, like, roam the countryside and, like, help people out? There are ways to gain power in this world, young lord. And your mother just kind of interrupts and says, that would be, it will be enough, uh, Somond. Let's find our room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alistair, come. All right. And takes you off to uh, your quarters that are set up. Can I get some sort of stew and a bread bowl in my room? I will have them send it up. Yes. And you, you and your mother spend some time uh, here. Mom, there's the, nothing better than the house. A, there's nothing better than a stew in a bread bowl at someone else's house. You know what I mean? That's uh, well said. It is very filling and comforting, and it makes you feel like you're home, even when you're not home. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to sleep like a baby on this weird pile of hay and feathers. <laughs> uh, you have actual very nice quarters. Um, uh, paintings uh, along the wall show scenes of uh, like a moon over a lake. Um, some decorations of uh, little carvings, things like that. Um, cool. Well-to-do guest, guest guest quarters here. You're brought up stew and uh, bread bowl. Yes. And it is filling and hearty and just tastes. I mean, it's it's... It's dense. It's it's hearty. It's, yeah. it's yeah. It's a thick stew. Um, is there anything I you love want to my do? Stew. I'm going to eat my stew, and I'm going to go over like I'm, I've been ever since I talked with that archmage. Like I've been very like diligent about going over my my spell book. You know, which is <laughs> which you know in my adoration of you know seeing this archmage. Like I didn't call it a spell book. I called it my like my magic journal or whatever <laughs> I did. And uh, and I'm just going over it, and I'm really like, almost like you know, if you look at a book, you see the chapter list. I'm like trying to really organize my spells and like in, in the spells that I do know of and things I've read about and things of like how, just based off of the business that I kind of I would assume I'm peripherally aware of of my family, mm-hmm. sort of being in and people I've seen around and like you know taking his advice to heart. I'm just really trying to organize my thoughts because I am very serious about it. Give me an investigation check. All right. It's a natural 20 plus 2, bud. Very good. <laughs> so yeah, you at some point during the night, you sneak away a bit. Uh, you wander the halls. It's quiet. There's not a lot of people in this estate. Uh, but you do find yourself in a small... Not library, but a study of some sort. It's okay. got a map of the area, kind of on the on the table. Uh, it's got some odd, you know, artifacts, some weapons in a glass container, and there are a number of books. Mm. And you begin perusing through some of these. Uh, some of them catch your attention. Um, there's a couple that are very similar to books you've seen at the Chateau de Magnus. Uh, things about. Um, Oh, different cults associated with things like vampires. Um, 
just histories of them, histories of uh, definitely definitely some histories of this local area. Um, but one one that catches your mind or catches your your attention is a uh, tome that details the life and work of some some mage that once lived here in uh, Haviel. Uh, that would definitely catch my attention yeah. since I just got done talking to a mage. I'm definitely like gonna thoroughly like just sit down, crisscross applesauce, drop whatever I'm doing, and read that book. Yeah. So you you do you 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 kind of sit in your meditative pose and are going through the book, kind of going through, uh, j- jumping ahead to when you see notes on it. Uh, and you oh, it's a, got like someone wrote in like the the sides or whatever. Well, there's there's like the the front of it has different it has a breakdown of what is in the book. And, oh, okay. And you know when you see reference this area, you know that that was referenced someone else and you kind of like look ahead and you oh, see, gotcha, gotcha. oh, this is that same, ca- same canyon that they, they went through. Okay. So you get this kind of breadth of it. Um, it details this, uh, wizard, uh, this mage Melthrin. Hmm. And they, the book calls him the first mage of Javiel. Oh, interesting. Uh, there are a number of spells that you've never heard of that he is said to have cast that they have been long forgotten. Um, and it is just, it is a history of this wizard's, this mage's work. Mm. The spells they created, the deeds they did. Wow. Um, you know, talking talking with, with dragons to resolve some sort of peace. Uh defeating frost giants in the mountains as a diplomatic mission to uh, the dwarves of the north, uh, traveling through different plains in search of ancient artifacts. Mm. Uh, And you, you, there's a few notes that you actually write into your, into your journal for your, um, your, your kind of uncle's investigations um, Mm. that actually relate. You're like, you, you notice that there's, there's mention of a, canyon that has these two spires with uh, dragon heads on them that you've mm. never never seen anywhere but though that same canyon is something that Melthrin went to. Wow. That's cool. Uh, I would but, assume that yeah. I just sit there and read this fucking book till like four in the morning or whatever. And it, Yeah, no, you do. You, you just pour through this thing. Um, and as I, I would imagine as I start to get tired I'm going to try to just I would uh, I would think I'd be able to take it back to my room because my next my next thing would be to ask uh, ask the dude in the morning, be like, "Hey, if we're taking off in the morning, mm-hmm. you know." And I go, "I promise I'll bring it back, but I want to read the rest of this." You know, can I, can can we do a library thing? Gotcha, gotcha. So, like, once mm-hmm. I start to get tired, I'm going to take it back to my room and lay down and like hold on to it. You know, like mm-hmm. like it's a, my teddy bear, and then in the morning uh, when I see the when I see the high five dude, I'm going to be like, Hey, can I borrow this book? And I'm, I'll make sure that like, you know, we either have it shipped back or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Let's, let's say it's the next morning now and Perfect. you are departing. Um, Jean has said her goodbyes. They, uh, have come to some sort of agreement when she'll be back. Um, seems that she's done business with them before and I'll walk uh, up to him like a big kid and hold up the book and like hey i was reading this last night and this is really interesting there's a lot of stuff in here that i really really like like obviously couldn't get through it all in one evening would it be awesome and cool if i could if read- you were to perhaps take this book uh-huh. 
read the extent of it. Uh-huh. Gather its information. Perhaps yes, Mage Melthrin is oh. a wizard that you want to be like. We're on Lord. the same wavelength. <laughs> and then like I and then like once I've gotten all my notes and all that sort of stuff, I'll totally ship it back to you. He he kind of puts his hand on the book and looks down and says You never let someone else borrow a book. You give them the book. This is yours, young lord. Read it. Enjoy it. And when we see each other again, perhaps we can discuss my favorite mage. No kidding. Hey, high five. High five. Yes. And he gives you a nice wink. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this book probably at least far 500 times. I don't know. <laughs> well, you might be catching up with me then. <laughs> and you are on the road again. Yes. Traveling. Mom, that guy was awesome. Let me take city. this book. Do you see this book? Isn't it awesome? It's about this mage and all this cool stuff. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I got to go back to reading. Uh, yes, just <laughs> be careful with your dealings with the uh Somond. He He seems awesome. He gave me a high he was the first one to give me a high five and let me borrow this book? He was. Yeah. And so you trust him more now, yes? You well, may I mean, be I more, guess so. He seems nice. You may be more willing to do something he might ask of you. I mean if it's if it's like if it's right. I mean, if it at least sounds right coming from someone that has given you a reason to trust them. Yeah. So Mond he, has he given like me right many reasons to trust him, and we do do business with him. But he has given others many reasons to distrust him. Uh, Just be careful. Yeah, okay. See people for who they are, not just in front of you. So do you think I should, like, send the book back even though he said I could keep it? He gave you the book? Yeah. It's a tool. Use this tool to better yourself and those skills you wish to push forward. But keep my head on a swivel. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Nice! Mommy rock. High five. <laughs> and she high fives and then just gives you a little hug as well. <sighs> Yeah, I hug her back. I go, look, Mom, one day the high five is going to catch on, and you're going to be at the ground floor. I, I, I've known this ever since I received my first high five. <laughs> uh, that's why you're the best, Mom. Oh, my young lord. Uh, and you begin traveling. Nice blue skies ahead. Nice. Fluffy clouds and the open road. Um, leaving Ravenholm, you get into more open grasslands, uh, trees dot kind of the hillsides around and to your right to the north is just this mountain, these, these snow capped mountains that just go from, you know, horizon to horizon, uh, to the, to the north. Uh, and you're kind of on this bottom valley of it, and you get a sense like you've seen these mountains before, but it's... you don't remember where. Okay. Huh. Hmm. 
but you make your way. Okay. You. Uh, Do I feel like we're like going in a circle type of thing? No. No. It seems like you're you're headed towards the west. Okay. Um. You know the the horizon and the the land the, the features uh, towards the west Would it be are getting that, smaller. Like, maybe I saw like drawn in a book or something, or, maybe. or described in a book. Uh, give me a history check. Yes. Thirty-four. <laughs> <laughs> no, not uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Fourteen plus four. Fourteen plus four. Um, nothing described in a book. Uh, you do notice that that some of the the mountains are described. Um, you see, kind of two of them that are back the way you came, a bit more to the east. Yeah. Uh, that is where the frost giants in the mage melthrin book oh that was those were the mountains that they mm. were they were from i'm doing a i'm doing a lord of the rings here bud yeah yeah i'm very excited <laughs> but you can tell my mom that i go in the book that i was reading that over there this is where he he fought the frost giants and like all the way over there very so nice cool. so we should stay away from those mountains I mean, unless you want to go fight some frost giants, Mom. <laughs> oh, I haven't fought frost giants in a long time. Holy crap, you fought frost giants? Well, a couple. No, did you? Well, yeah, of course, I guess you won. Yes, me and me and Gaston had to make sure and take care of some. Uncle Gaston, you fought frost giants? Yes. God, you're so much cooler than I thought you were, Mom. It takes time. Yeah. You'll get there, too. So, like, are you as powerful as the Archmage? Then, I mean, the Frost Giants, it's a big deal. It depends on what you mean by powerful. I Like, think. wizard, like, if you guys were, like, casting spells against each other, boom, 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 power v. power. Oh, 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 no. I don't think I could ever defeat the Archmage in a one-on-one duel. Oh, but okay. if I needed to do something about the Archmage, it would be done. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> Mom's got some drow assassins. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Well, I mean, you're kind of freaking me out, but, you know, I know you love me, so hopefully you don't, you know, take me out while well, I sleep. <laughs> just hey, remember that if anyone wanted to hurt you, <laughs> they would have to go through me first. Oh, nice. I'm going to talk so much shit when I'm a teenager. <laughs> and she kind of like looks wistfully off the horizon <laughs> and it fades to black <laughs> and she thinks of her cousin or her uh, brother Bairn and looks back at the iron bound abolith chest and thinks maybe this is not a good idea <laughs> as the day turns into the next day and the next sure. and you and we fast forward Fast forward. Yeah. Um, and you uh, come across a, not a town, not a city or anything, but a couple of buildings um, as you find rest for the night. Uh, you head into the local inn. Your mother asks one of the, um, just one of the patrons there, uh, giving them a bit of gold to keep watch on the wagon overnight as it's out in the open says we'll be staying here tonight um this is a safe place Uh, i don't think anything too rowdy will happen um but like like you said keep your head on a swivel 
And you were in. Yeah, that's a lingo, mom. You got it. Uh, you were in. Yeah, this this tavern, this inn. Um, there's you know probably six or seven patrons here. Um, mostly you know woods woods people that that make their living uh, gathering herbs or hunting the local wildlife. Okay. Um, and Very trapper uh, keeper forger. Exactly. Yeah, those, okay. those kinds of people. Um, but just having a beer after a long day of yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of people there that are that are you know sharing stories about uh, the different animals they were hunting. Um, there's one that goes on about you know it's like I was hunting the elk for oh half half the day I think slowly sneaking along as it was making its way trying to find a mate. Uh, that's how you get them. You get them distracted and then you go in for the kill. Ooh, and that's where we leave you for this week, my chaotic crew. Uh, Yes, Riff's episode, extra long. As I said up top, who knows what's going to happen? Well, I do, but you don't. Hey, tune into the Metagame Minute on Thursday. Something very special for you. And until then, grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.